Welcome to today's 10 with Ben podcast about real estate in the new world and what's really happening out there. Please wear a mask and save lives. COVID is real and until the vaccine is widespread, protection is the only answer. It's been one week since Groundhog's Day and rumor has it that we have six more weeks of winter and I cannot wait. Every single day has felt like Groundhog's Day the past 12 months since the infamous March 12th, 2020. I personally wake up every day and ask myself, is today the day that we turn the page and start to resume to the pre-pandemic days? I sure hope so. It's a beautiful day in Chicago up on the 35th floor at our corporate offices on Wacker Drive. Did I just say that? I mean, the sun is shining, but it's a balmy one degree outside with a negative 25 degree wind chill. So as they say, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Which brings me to today's podcast. I've been thinking a lot lately about what ifs. Specifically, what if this pandemic never happened and how things might look different today or would they be exactly the same? Let's dive right in. Back to the future. Like the movie, the trilogy starring Michael J. Fox, imagine if you can go back in time to change or correct the future. This is obviously wishful thinking, but I am sure that everyone would do everything they could to avoid the pandemic and fix what caused it. I remember when I was just a kid growing up, asking a ton of questions to my parents revolving around what if. What if we lived in California instead of Chicago? What if we vacationed to outer space? And pretty much, what if everything? Almost like a rite of passage, you ask these questions, and after a while, I always got the same rhetorical question back to me. Something like, what if the moon was made out of green cheese? You see, what if questions are great, but at the end of the day, what are we learning from it? I think a lot. I was negotiating a deal the other day, and the what if question came up. My client asked me, what if the pandemic never happened? Would these deal terms be any different? This is a question that requires further examination and understanding. If the pandemic never happened, would deal terms be different today? I think that most would agree that they would be different. We were in the midst of a crazy real estate run before the pandemic. A build it and they will come attitude. Owners and developers, whatever they touched, turned to gold. Just look at the post office. That said, as the pandemic moved in, everything halted. And one year later in the city of Chicago, everything is still very quiet. There's some activity, but when you go out on Wacker Drive in the middle of the day and you can count the number of people on the street between Van Buren and Randolph on two hands, that's a pretty big sign that activity has not resumed. But let's get back to the question and what would be different? Uh, to start with, tenant improvement allowances would be different. Maybe not in the number, but in the spend. Pre-pandemic, every contractor on the planet was fat and happy. They could not do their work quickly enough before the next job was waiting. That drove up costs and your TI dollars only went so far. A TI allowance of $100 pretty much built you a $100 space. Fast forward and that same $100, and it is the same from a landlord outlay standpoint, now builds you a $60 or $70 space with money left over to put towards soft costs like furniture and other fixtures and equipment. 
Keeping with TI, another big difference, and this really comes into play on renewals, is that pre-pandemic, TI allowances had to be put into the space with little flexibility on furniture, fixtures, and equipment, and offset of rent. Now that's not the case. TI can be put towards just about anything, and it's a way to drive down the overall rent. Some landlords will even provide cash to a tenant to do what they want. They'll write you a check. At this point, you may be asking yourself, why would a landlord do that? Well, it's actually pretty simple. Uh, and it gets back to the what if. Landlords have not lowered rental rates. On the surface, a $20 building is still a $20 building. But with these TI offsets of rent, this $20 building is now being bought down. But why? Well, it's pretty simple. The pandemic has caused havoc on the market, and there's little activity. In a typical recession, this would drive down rents, but since sales have virtually disappeared, most landlords can see the forest from the trees and acknowledge that they will not be selling their buildings for some time now. It could be a year, two, three years before they're even thinking about this, which allows them to use these concessions to attract and keep tenants. Because when they go to sell, these concessions will already be off their books. Another difference is abatement. If before the pandemic, landlords were providing a month per year of lease term in abatement, now we're seeing a combination of beneficial occupancy and abatement that gets closer to a month and a half or even two months of abatement per year of lease. Beneficial occupancy just allows the tenant to move in early, rent-free, pre-commencement. This was used pre-pandemic, but not at the same levels that it's being used now. Again, this is simple. Landlords are acknowledging that it's going to take a while to lease up vacancies because of the pandemic. So sliding the start date by a few months or more benefits the tenant with abatement while still striking a deal that meets their pro forma. So what does the future hold and how long will this continue? <laughs> if I knew this, I would be in a different business, one where I got paid to predict the future. But seriously, the market is going to be this way for some time. I'd venture a guess that these deals are here through 21, 22, and possibly even into 23. It really just depends on when people come back to the office and companies are able to understand their post-pandemic space needs. Once companies start making these real estate decisions and more deals begin to get done, at that point and only then will we see a change in deal terms. Lately, I've been connecting with a lot of architects and asking the question what the post-pandemic office space might look like. The majority of them don't expect there to be a ton of changes to the office layout, if any, once people feel safe to come back. There will likely be more touchdown spaces and hoteling spaces to accommodate more flexible schedules. But beyond that, it will look virtually the same. Everyone's going to have to figure it out and what works for their individual companies. One size does not fit all. Remember, real estate deals are moments in time. It's essential to take advantage of the current situation and capture all the savings that can be had in this moment. What may or may not be in a year or two from now has no relevance to today. As a business owner and landlord, you can only hope to capture the best deal possible at this time, and you shouldn't think twice about it. I hope everyone enjoyed today's podcast. As always, thanks for listening to this episode of 10 with Ben. Please feel free to reach out to me with any questions at 
5263 or by email at B-A-Z-U-L-A-Y at BradfordAllen.com. Until next time, stay safe.